Welcome back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, coming at you with a solo Sunday podcast episode. I am feeling pretty good right now, pretty in the mood to record and chat for a hot moment, but this morning was not that way, and I'm going to explain why, which is going to lead into the topics that I was hoping to discuss today. So it all works out. Current situation is that it is a beautiful sort of sunny spring day here in Austin. Um, I've been cleaning around the apartment. I've been trying to turn my day around after the aforementioned not great morning. (laughs) I had, I just baked these chocolate chunk peanut butter oat bars that were chef's kiss 10 out of 10. Like, oh, my inner child it was just so happy when they were fresh baked. I could smell them all through my apartment. I got a spoon. I didn't wait for them to cool completely. I just dug right in, got myself a big corner piece. I would have gone for the center, but it was still a little gooey. So we went for the corner, got a, cl- a glass of cold almond milk and sat down and enjoyed it. Enjoyed it so much, y'all. I like Oof, I, I'm just, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for cookies. And this is going to be part of the story coming up, so hang with me. But in general, if you've been following along with these solo episodes, right, you know life's all up and down. For me, for you, for all of us. It's just this transitional time of year. Granted, you could say it's always transitional, but there's just something about this month. This, well, this month, yeah, February is always like, at least for me, a heightened month. But I just think in general, this like January through March time, at least for me, maybe for you, or maybe for some of you, it's just, it can be very emotional. There's always stuff going on. It's not necessarily my favorite time of the year, but it does lead to a lot of shifts and a lot of like owning up to your own hard inner truths. I think it's a combination of like the come down from the holiday season, sort of every, all the thoughts that the new year propaganda spring up in your mind. And then also like the the trickling in of spring, just the combination of it all really gets you in your feels and in your head as well. <laughs> and that's where I've been. Granted in that this year, this time has been filled with all the emotions and all the feels that also come with not having, you know, full-time job and looking for new work, which is honestly just such a life suck. I hate looking for work. It is not fun at all. Like what a way to really... I don't know, lower, like low blow to your self-esteem and self-confidence when it's just like rejection after rejection. And I know, I know rejection is redirection. I know the affirmations. I know how to like get myself out of that mind fuck, but still rejection hurts. (laughs) Even if it's rejection therapy and you're trying to like get yourself used to it, it's never fun. Okay. So good practice, yes. Good for my personal growth, probably so. But nevertheless, sucky, interesting times. So lately, I feel as though in the past week or two, I've been slowly getting out of this rut and this sort of black hole vortex that I was getting pulled into for the past month and a half or so. And it's felt really good to feel alive again and feel present and aware and hopefully you cannot hear the cats playing in the background with I don't know what they found. Hopefully it's safe. I'm sure it is. Uh, but that being said, I've been starting to feel better. 
and I've been starting to take more initiative and take more action on certain areas of my life that I was sort of just, you know, letting slide and letting really crumble, I suppose, but they're needed for my overall wellness and happiness, right? So things such as like my sort of like routines and rituals that keep me feeling great or semi-great every day, uh, breathwork meditation in the morning or like reading before bed or going outside before 10 a.m. You know, just something like getting the sun in my eyes right away. Whatever these little things are that make me feel the most like me and feel good in life, I was sort of slacking on. And I was sort of getting in this sort of like depressive slump of just sort of like checking in, checking out of my days. If even check, I don't even know if I was checking in. I was just sort of like free floating. It felt like I was almost in this like perpetual high state, but not in a good high, not in a like life is great, blah, blah, blah high, more in a like dazed high, just floating in and out of days like a ghost. Yeah, there we go. So that's how I was feeling. Now I'm kind of getting out of that. But there are still times when I'm, you know, working through things and I'm trying to be better about stopping the spiral before it gets too far or working through emotions versus shutting down or bottling them up. And I feel today was a great example of that. Uh, I've had a couple pretty good days, I would say. And then I woke up today and I just had a feeling that it could be a good day or it could be a not so great day. (laughs) And it became clear right pretty quickly that I was kind of in a weird mindset and so I stuck with my routine I did my breath work my meditation one moment I had to stop there there was a bunch of racket coming from the other room I knew the cats were up to something but I didn't know what Luna was laying inside of a cardboard box Faye was laying on the outside of the cardboard box they just started again And they're scratching at each other, at at the noise of each other, through the box. They can't see each other, but they're both just dragging their claws back and forth along the box, sensing each other on either side. And here I have been trying to find toys and work into my budget all the ways to get them these, like, climbing shelves, and all I had to do was get them a new fucking box, but... I digress. Back to the actual content you're here for. (laughs) No, we all know you're here for the cat content. But anyways, uh, so this morning, kind of saw that my mindset was in an iffy place, but I was like, let's make the most of today. It's a Sunday. I don't have to work. Let's enjoy it, you know? So I was doing my thing, having an okay morning, and then um, I was actually doing a little like stretch workout move my body session in the gym of my apartment and I had plans afterwards to go for a run because I've been getting into running again and not for time or pace or anything like that literally just to run and listen to music and sort of let myself feel free and it's just therapeutic for me when I don't attach numbers to it so I had my plan and I was feeling a lot better you know I had been moving the stagnant energy in my body I was stretched I was warmed up ready to go And then the universe was like, let's test her. So I get a call from one of my friends and he said that they, him and our other friend were going to the farmer's market. And usually I always go on Sundays. So they thought I might be there. And immediately I was just like, damn, like I should have gone, you know, like I, I always do this. I like change up my routine and then I miss out on friend things or 
blah, 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 you know, and I, I've been kind of, you know, a little lonely lately. And so I was like, dang it, I'm so sorry. Like, I just missed, like, I'm at the gym, but maybe I'll like see you guys there in a bit. And so I go back to my workout and the whole time I'm just like, I should just go, you know, like I don't need to work out. You know, I can just go to the farmer's market and meet my friends. And I did have this little voice in my head that was 100% my intuition saying, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to like choose to go see friends versus finishing my workout or going for that run, right? Like I'm not going to sacrifice fun just to get in the workout or just to go for the run. But there was this intuitive voice in my head that was asking me to stop and think. Now, something you might not know about me is that I'm a very impulsive person. I'm an impulse buyer. I'm an impulse uh, speaker. I say what's on my mind. I am an impulse... Or actually, you know what? I'm going to reframe what I was all just saying. I can be impulsive, but I am not an impulsive person. That's a little reframe I am working on. I am not a label. I am not impulsive. I can have impulsive moments, as can any human being. And if I don't check myself, my impulsive moments have led me astray in very deep ways before. So it is important that I do check myself. But I had in this moment this intuitive voice kind of come to mind asking me to stop and think. Because what happened is that I all of a sudden decided like, yeah, fuck it. You know, I, I don't need to work out. I don't need to go for this run. Like, I'm going to go hurry up, shower, get dressed, rush to the farmer's market to hang out with the guys for a bit and, you know, get some socialization. And then I'll go do X, Y, Z and have this grand old day. And so I start, you know, putting away the gym stuff. I'm like rushing up to my apartment. And the whole time I have this little intuitive voice in my head asking me to stop and pause and think. Because the reality is, how soon am I actually going to get to this farmer's market? Are they actually going to be there? And is it actually worth it for me to rush through getting ready, all stressed out, drive up there and see them for what could be only 10, 15 minutes since they're kind of on a time constraint and do all this stuff to like upset my routine? Like there was just this intuitive voice in my head saying like, is that truly what you want or what you think is best? But I just kind of, nudged it to the side and was like no 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 like let's go 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 so I like rushed through I'm stressed I'm like flying out the door I'm getting in the car I'm like heading up there and I can just feel myself like literally operating from fight or flight because I haven't stopped to think this through I'm just go go going because I'm so desperate for a company I'm so desperate for something to do (laughs) like I just this slow season has been hard for me to not have as much to do and work to do, etc. And so I'm just like, go, go, go. And I'm like halfway there. And they're like, oh, we, we're leaving. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, no worries. Uh, I'll see you sometime. La, la, la. You know, XOXO. Love you. While inside, I am like literally screaming because I can feel it's almost as though my intuition's not smirking at me obviously but like I was just like damn it I knew I knew I was making an impulsive decision I knew that I have this tendency to drop everything not think and just spur into action and that's great in times of spontaneity but I think there needs to be almost this like assured spontaneity of like 
oh yeah, we're going to be there for an hour. So I know that I'll at least see them for a bit. Not a like, let's rush and get there to maybe only see them for 10 minutes, go completely out of my way, destroy my routine, blah, blah, blah. And maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe this isn't making sense. But to me, it was just such a prime example of like, this is why I need to stop and listen a bit more often. Because then what happened is that I find myself agitated and frustrated in my car, not at them, but at me, because I, I knew this was probably going to happen and yet I went for it anyway. And while that wouldn't usually upset me, it was just that I had such a like sort of nice morning planned out for myself. And the fact that I like abandoned that all and rushed through and got so stressed and worked up for nothing essentially was sort of frustrating. So then I was like, well, let's turn this around. Like I'll drive over to the lake and go for a walk, cool down a bit, maybe go see my old friends at Two Hands. So I like start driving and I can just feel I'm still in this like agitated state, right? Haven't had a chance to come down from it. I'm driving to the lake only to remember it's like the Austin half marathon or something today. So of course, like the city is shut down in the most random of spots. And the one street that I need to cross to get to the lake, I keep going down road after road after road only to be redirected, turned around, turned around, turned around, do this for about 10 minutes until I'm just like, fuck this. (laughs) I have a perfectly fine trail at home that yes, I'm a little bored of walking, but it will be better than trying to deal with this havoc of traffic. So I drive back to my place And I park in the parking lot and I can just feel that I am like on another level of frustration, of just like agitation. I didn't even know fully what my emotions were. I just felt like I wanted to like punch a wall, which might sound extreme, but like I've shared before, I do struggle with anger and it's something I'm working on. I would never actually punch a wall, but it's the idea of like having that strong of an emotion is like, it's a lot. And I'm working on how to regulate that. So I was sitting in my car, I start walking, and then I'm like, you know what? I have so much pent-up energy right now, and I wanted to go for this run earlier. I'm going to go for a run. So I go up to my apartment, and I go to change really quick, only to see that Timber has lately started to get into the cat's litter boxes, which if you are a dog cat owner, you know how extremely agitating that is, because A, it's fucking disgusting, B, they usually leave a mess, see it's like just one more thing you have to deal with of like now I have to get a baby gate to separate the closet from there and it's just like why can't you behave so anyway you can hear how like even now talking about it I find myself working up in octave (laughs) even though I'm not triggered right now anyway though so I'm just like on another level of fuck everything and this day has gone to shit my life's a failure. Then I just find like other thoughts coming in, right? About like, I'll have a random side, as I'm getting ready to go for this run, I, 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 so, random sideways thoughts come in about how I look that day and how the bills are racking up because I need more money because I need another job and how, you know, so-and-so did this to me and this happened and blah. And like, it's like once you open, once you open the gate a bit towards these more, negative and or spirally emotions it's like a whole you know the dam comes flooding in and everything comes through and so obviously I could shut it down and not feel kind of go in a dissociated like numb state 
but I only only to then feel it at a later date. So I'm like, okay, like, how can I move through these emotions? Well, let's go for a run. So I did this little, I've been doing this practice lately where when I feel I'm in this state of just, I don't even fully, I can't even fully like figure out what emotions I'm in or what's truly bothering me. Because right, one moment I'm thinking that I'm so bothered because I messed up my routine to go see these friends. And then the other one's bothered by the fact that like, they could have said something earlier. And then the other one's bothered by the Austin half marathon and another part's bothered by timber. And so it's like, I don't even know where the root of this issue is coming from. Like what originally set me onto this path today only to then have every other little thing knock me down. Cause there are some days in which this could all happen and I would take it with ease and grace and be like, okay, rejection is redirection. You know, like I can't walk to the lake. I'll walk here. I can't meet them in the farmer's market. I'll meet them at this other date. But for some reason today, something had got me in this mindset so that everything spiraled following. So before my run, and this is a practice I've been doing, is I'll take out my note, like my note, notes app on my phone, and I just start typing whatever I feel, whatever comes to mind. I'm not like trying to psychoanalyze it or be all like woo-woo, spiritual, self-aware. I just write it out, like raw, honest truth. And so I wrote, I feel all alone. I feel agitated. I feel overwhelmed. I feel frustrated. I'm annoyed that I didn't listen to my intuition and instead chose impulse to rush off for these friends. I'm agitated that my new plans were then thwarted by marathon shit. <laughs> I'm frustrated with taking care of Timber and the cats, with Timber getting in the litter boxes. I feel caged. I feel trapped. Let's run free. Now that sounds intense, right? <laughs> sounds very intense. And the magic about this practice when I do it is that I write it out free flow. I'm not thinking like, ooh, what word would sound good here? This is free flow, me writing thwarted by marathon shit and listen to my intuition and said chose impulse, right? I am just letting what's caged and chopped up inside me, I am just letting that go by putting it out into words and speaking freely. I can then read through it and realize, Emily, you are feeling very intense experiences right now. You know that this is not like the state you necessarily want to be in. So let's let's try to let it go. And so when I went home, I run, I just felt like step by step, you know, minutes by minutes by minutes, I was just like letting it go more and more and more. And you wouldn't have to go for a run to do this, right? Like sometimes I write this out in my notes and then I sit and I do breath work, right? So the opposite of running, I'm sitting still. I just knew today I had like energy to get out. But other days, I'll sit and breathe through it and feel through it like in a meditation. Or sometimes I would write it all out and then I would call like a good friend or get together with a good friend and sort of talk about it a bit more and release it in another way. Or I would type it out some more, right? I would elaborate on more on each idea or journal or whatever it might be. So it's just an interesting practice over, overall to write this out or I've done this as well. Open up the voice memos app on your phone and just start like speaking into your phone. I'm feeling this. I'm upset at this. I'm do, do like do just say it, speak it, release it out loud in that way. And so back to this story and sort of where I'm going with things is I come back from the run and I definitely feel a lot better. But I could just tell there was some part of me that was still stuck in fight or flight. 
and I needed to regulate my nervous system. Plus, um, I came back up to my apartment and Timber had gotten into the lure boxes again <laughs> because uh, in my sort of upset and haste to get out for my run, I didn't close the bathroom door. Plus, I figured he already got into them, knocked them over once. So, you know, and when I say get into them, I have like closed top ones that the cats jump into. So he literally like knocks them over. So it's a mess as well, right? And um, yeah, I just didn't think he would do it again within 30 minutes. So came back up, saw he did that again, might have yelled a few choice words, and then realized I need to calm or I want to calm down. And so I thought, you know what? (laughs) You know what's my last trick in the book for today? Since I don't think in this moment I could sit still and breathe, I could have done that as well. I um, got in the shower, took a hot shower, and then I cranked that thing to cold, as cold as it could go. And that shocked me right out of (laughs) whatever funk I was in. I mean, I talk about it all the time on Instagram, but I love cold exposure, cold plunges, but for me, I don't have access to a lot of that, so it's just a cold shower. And damn, does it like, it just hits you in a whole different way. And I mean, you'd think that it like gets you riled up, right? But there's just something about the cold and how it works with our nervous system, it really just brings us back to this homeostasis. And I, it, it feels as though your eyes just sort of like spark open and it's like you can shake off that heavy cloud or whatever has been bothering you. So I love to do it to wake up in the morning and sort of set myself up for a good day. But even in the midst of this, right, in the midst of like about to be sort of panicky and super anxiety and all worked up, I can hop in a cold shower and feel such a shift in perspective and energy. So I got out of that cold shower and I just literally felt like a whole new person because it was the combination of all the little things I'd done, writing out my notes, going for the run, working on my breathing, you know, as I was walking back home from my run, I was working on my breath then, like in and out, inhales, exhales, holding it. And then I took the cold shower and it was just like the cherry on top of the sundae that really brought it all home. And so it felt very good to then feel myself come back down and feel rational again and just sort of present and aware. And it wasn't push, it wasn't pushing and shoving those emotions down. It was just that I had worked through them in this moment and I had reasoned with myself that, you know, it wasn't a waste of my time and I make, you know, I'm still learning and growing and healing, like I'll make mistakes and I would rather just turn my day around than really stay stuck in that. And so I went on to make my lunch and read and enjoy some sunshine and clean the apartment and do a little bit of work. And then for part two of this episode (laughs) came my next little um, challenge and lesson for today. And this is an interesting one that I'm definitely going to share on Instagram too, but About a week or so ago, I started seeing this new acupuncturist um, that was suggested by a functional med doc that I'm working with. And I love the doctor. She's a good blend of Eastern, Western medicine. She's not pushing any crazy like diet on me. She's just sort of helping me hone in on a few little things I need to help with my gut and hormone issues. But she did recommend me to this acupuncturist. And I thought he might be a little extra out there you know like I'm spiritual and you could say woo woo but I'm sort of like a middle ground you know like I'm more than the beginner but I'm not an extremist and I had a feeling this acupuncturist would be more on the extreme end 
And sure enough, he was. He does amazing work. And so I'm going to continue to see him. But I always know going into these situations that if someone is a bit more extreme on the spiritual realm or the health and wellness realm, like he's, it's not just spiritual for him, it's like health wellness too. I always know to go in with an open heart, (laughs) um, but also to know myself. And this is why. So we're going through the session. He's doing a lot more of these sort of like Eastern practices um, for health and wellness. Think acupuncture, Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, like a good blend of those types of practices. And at the one point he goes, um, do you like sweets? And I sort of chuckle because anyone that knows me knows I love my sweets. I love to bake. I love a good sweet treat. It's part of my identity. It's part of my brand. And I almost wanted to say all that that I just said to him, but I thought he's not going to appreciate that. So I said, yes, I do enjoy, you know, sweets. Um, Baking has always been sort of something I really enjoy doing. It's always been a comfort to me and it's just a part of my life. And I, I elaborated, you know, I have had an eating disorder in the past. Like I've worked a lot on my relationship with food. So I do feel as though I, you know, eat sweets and not even in moderation, but that I'm, I'm intentional with them. You know, I'm aware. I'm not just like going out willy nilly eating sweets all the time. And, um, because, you know, I I do have these health issues I'm working through, right? So it's like, I like my sweets, but I'm not going like off the wire. So I say, you know, in a summed up version of that to him and he's like, hmm, okay. Well, I'd really advise that you just, you know, you just don't, you, you work on that because baking and sweets, they really serve no purpose. Like desserts, like, you know, I, I know they're good, but they serve no purpose. And so all they're really doing is, you know, just an unnecessary uh, a hindrance to your health. So he's like, I'd really change that framework from I love baking to I like baking, but really just, you know, just try not to do it. Try to find other ways to, you know, feel comfort and joy and such. And um, I'm like laying there on the table because we were doing acupuncture, just sort of like smiling because he, was, he wasn't like looking at me. He was faced away when he was saying all that. And I'm just sort of smiling this like sheepish way of like, interesting. Yeah. Uh, thanks for your feedback. <laughs> I think all I said to him was like, mm, yeah, um, I can I can see that. And I just the whole time thought to myself, like, oh, it's just so wild, you know, like how deeply rooted or I don't know, just how unaware some people can be, right? Like, I understand that that's why I wasn't angry with him because I understand where he's coming from. I understand the world of wellness and spirituality he is in. Um, But also, it was the fact that I was very open and I always am with my doctors of like, I've had an eating disorder in the past, like years of an eating disorder. I've been through all that. And so for somebody to know that information, yet still apply and say such extremist things to someone just baffles me and thankfully I'm at a place in my recovery where you know yeah for a moment it did cross my mind of like damn maybe he's right maybe I do need to like lower my sweets and then I was just like immediately my intuition my highest self was just like no 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 Emily like you know this isn't what needs to be done I've tried that before I've tried removing sweets I once went like months without eating chocolate and guess where that got me I then went from I started binging you know like I have been there, I have tried to restrict, I have fell into binging, I've been in the yo-yo back and forth, I have tried the orthorexic way of just cooking, making all like 
super healthy sweets that then don't satiate the craving. And so instead of eating one cookie, you eat half a batch or a whole batch of these quote-unquote healthy cookies because nothing is satiating the craving that you have for a cookie. So I've, I've been on all sides and all, I've been all across the spectrum <laughs> of health, wellness, eating, food, disorders, diet culture, etc. I've done there, I've been there, I've done it all. And so thankfully, because of that and the healing I've done, I'm now at a place where I understand where he's coming from, but I also understand that that is not applicable to my lifestyle. Uh, sure, there is work to be done on how I might associate food with emotions, emotional eating. Um, I know I talk about this in therapy all the time and it's like I know emotional eating is not bad but I also want to work on regulating my emotions in other ways because honestly like for since everything blew up in my life when I was like 10 years old emotional eating has been my go-to no matter what stage of disordered eating or eating disorder or recovery I've been in. And honestly, it's only been in the last couple months that I think I finally have started to regulate my emotions in other ways besides food. And that's, you know, kind of scary to admit that even in the last few months, like that's something I've actually been working on. But I know everybody's been there. Everybody has probably done it at some point or another. So I know I'm not alone in that sort of emotional eating mindset. But regardless, it's something that, yeah, you know, I I do hear what he's saying. But it's not something that I'm going to necessarily take to heart. Um, I don't think that <laughs> the, uh, you know, the little afternoon sweet I have every day is having such an impact on my health that it would do so much good as to completely eradicate it and uh, either go hungry or try to like fill it with a, some other snack that doesn't satiate me and then I go back into a binge restrict cycle. So alas oh so where that story was going to is that today (laughs) um today I was baking those chocolate chunk peanut butter bars like that I was you know going on about in the beginning they're so fucking good but as I was baking them I just sort of started to like chuckle to myself because I'm like how silly would it be to live a life without any pleasure without eating anything for pleasure like how how sad and silly would that be? And um, it was, you know, just heartwarming, I suppose, because there was a time in my life, I, I spent so much of my life um, avoiding sweets or eating them only when, like, always, like, eating them, but always feeling guilty or only, like, having these extremely healthified versions or whatever it may be. And so it was just this, like, beautiful moment, Sunday afternoon, feeling so at peace after a tumultuous morning, baking these cookie bars, listening to my music, dancing in the kitchen, and thinking, this is wellness. This is happiness. This is peace. And no diet, no rules, no regulations, no body type, no, like, whatever it might be is worth giving this up. The freedom to enjoy myself, be rested and peaceful and happy baking in the kitchen and knowing that I can enjoy it, the, the 
enjoy the uh, product, <laughs> enjoy the cookies afterwards with no guilt or remorse or regret, that's freedom. And my recovery is still ongoing. There are still things I'm working through, but like, fuck, it feels good to be at this place at least for now. And there are days I still struggle, but I think they're becoming more few and far between, if I said that right. <laughs> like, it's less and less common for me to be in an old state of guilt or regret or fear or whatever it is around sweets and the food I'm eating. And I feel eternally grateful for this community and the community on Instagram and my friends um, that have really like supported me along the way and have been understanding, you know, from their own standpoint and or given me resources, guides, whatever to help me get here. And honestly, just proud and grateful to myself as well, because a lot of this work came from within and it's been probably the biggest project I've ever worked on, the project of myself. And it feels really, really fucking good to say that. So I, I urge you, I prompt you to find something in your day today that you can have gratitude for or just be proud of or find joy from um, and know that it ultimately was a result of you showing up for you, being there for you, living life for you. This is your life. And don't let some trend, culture, society, like by culture, I meant diet culture, society, like any of that stuff, take that from you. And yeah, I wish I could give you all a big hug and share the cookie bars with you, but alas, I cannot. So Instead, you can probably check my Instagram and I might have the recipe up there or I'll have something similar. And uh, yeah, just know that I'm always here to chat if you want to connect on IG. So big love, big gratitude. Let's connect. I'm on there at Emily Feichels, linked below as well. And stay tuned for some fun episodes coming up soon and some exciting updates too. So all the good, all the love, all the gratitude. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.